Hello everybody, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this special audio video is for the Aquarius full moon that is happening on July 23rd at 1 degree Aquarius. And what makes this one special is it is one of two. So what I've done is created three 30-minute audio videos for this full moon in Aquarius before the Leo new moon, which is very different. And then the Leo new moon and the Aquarius full moon for August 22nd after that Leo new moon. So this is an important kind of triple lunation here. They're all related. This full moon is ending an 18-month cycle and rhythm of creation, while the Leo new moon and the subsequent Aquarius full moon initiate a new 18-month rhythm of creation. So let's dive into this closure first. You may or may not get to these things in their order, but this would be the order. The July 23rd full moon, then we have August 8th new moon, and the August 22nd full moon. So when we're working on endings and closure and completion, especially of a big year and a half cycle or rhythm, and it happens to fall in the Aquarius zone of your world, one of the reasons I think this is so vitally important for everyone to consciously co-create with is because Saturn's there in Aquarius. And we don't always have the lunar flip here, and we don't always have Saturn there to help us build strength and fortitude and a foundation that can actually last 30 years. So just think about it. If we invest 18 months for 30-year return, Saturn's digging up in Aquarius in that department of your life, helping point out what's weak as well as what's strong. What needs more boundaries? What needs less boundaries? What are you truly responsible for? What are you not truly responsible for? So Saturn's kind of a bigger theme operating in the background here. But the sun-moon connection makes it personal. And this rhythm is the one that is wired to our bodies and something that we are naturally attuned with, whether you knew about this rhythm or not. I call it the lunar flip. Right now, we're having two full moons. Probably 18 months from now, we'll have two new moons that create the flip. And it changes the order. So the issues being brought into light at this time are your definition of freedom, your unique contribution to the community, healing all self-love issues, releasing old rigid ways of living, which you've outgrown, essentially, Reflecting on your hopes and dreams, what's still heart-centered or what, what are you still passionate about. Expanding thoughts, ideas, and concepts. Integrating a broader perspective based on the last six months' experience. And releasing attachment on many levels. Okay, so that's just a general Aquarius theme, right? That's up. But if you look at it through the lens of clearing an 18-month rhythm of creation, when I say that, I mean it because... The moon rules our rhythms of everything, of life, of the garden, of how things grow and develop and recede and pull back and how the life-death-life process is something we go through on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on an annual basis. So getting a rhythm to it and co-creating consciously gets really juicy. That's all I'm saying. If you're looking to your Aquarius houses... This is where you are also closing out an 18-month rhythm and breaking negative patterns, releasing rigidity and self-righteousness, getting creative and innovative with your life and life's work, 
Basically, it's time to review and release any person or circumstance which no longer supports you. Okay? Again, if we don't care, if it's not in your heart, if you're not passionate about it, we're clearing that space to bring in what we are passionate about, what we do love. Reviewing your friendships, social circles, and networks. It's time for an upgrade, everybody. Now, we go through this every year at Leo Time, where we get an upgrade in what we're presenting to the world. And so our magnetic field is radiating something out. And we get an upgrade in the response to us from the world, right? So let's, again, realign ourselves consciously. Detach from the past, be objective about the present, and be innovative about the future. That's true Aquarian nature. Choose one radical shift and commit to positive change. So that's the other thing about full moons. It is release time. You can choose one thing to give up. We don't have to do it all in a day or in a month. Just baby steps. Where do you start? What's the first step of release work that's going to clear the last 18 months and allow you to set up a new rhythm and routine that serves you better here and now, that serves who you are here and now better, right? So questions to contemplate. Now, here's the thing. We're going to go through these things again for that second Aquarius full moon. But when we're looking at these exact same issues, areas of life and questions to contemplate, we are going to run them through a different filter. These questions right now, I want you to consider through the filter of the last 18 months and what you've already been through and what is coming to a close. So what circle or community have you outgrown at this time? Do you spend more time with people, machines, or in nature? Have you created a meditative practice which supports you? How have you expanded your consciousness in the last six months to a year? How and where have you become rigid and or self-righteous? What is your personal definition of freedom at this time? What old systems are breaking down within or around you? How have you settled for status quo? Okay. So just thinking about these things, like I said, through the lens of closure, endings, what you're done with, where you're graduating from, and getting all the good out of it, having gratitude for all experiences, lessons and blessings. They're all wrapped up together. And know that they are shaping your character in a certain way. The other thing to bring in during Leo Aquarius time, we cannot get around it, is self-love and self-worth and self-value. So in this case, it has to do with your unique contribution and believing that if you are here, you have a purpose, even if you haven't figured out what it is. And that the light you shine and the energy that you radiate from your center is part of the alchemical mix that we need to function so you not sharing that or hiding that or dismissing and discouraging yourself from shining your light, that that's not going to work anymore. And this lunation is, like I said, kind of a triple whammy of clearing out the old and setting us up for the new. And this all ties into bigger themes and things that I've talked about on the weekly forecast and on the annual 2021 overview and special alignments audio There's a lot this year that's pretty rare and special. So let's take advantage of it. So the divinations that I got to kind of back us up for this full moon, and I did something special with these two in that I used the same layout and cards to pull, and I did the I Ching, 
which is a conduct oracle, how to proceed for both full moons. But I went to Women Who Run With The Wolves for our Leo New Moon guidance. So that's going to be really interesting. The other thing to keep in mind personally, that's really fascinating to me as well, and I can only use myself as an example, is that one degree Aquarius does fall in my second house. So I feel like, and anyone with a Sag rising is likely to have this, as a completion of values that has to happen in a clearing out of the old way of doing my personal security so that when I initiate the new story that Leo New Moon falls in my ninth house of this new self-expression, of radiating a new light and joy from my center, then when I get to that second full moon, it's in the third house, which has more to do with how I communicate and think and express myself. So the clearing work is going to be different. And almost all of us, not everyone, but almost all of us are going to have that one degree and 28 degrees in two different houses, not in the same house. So look at it that way, too. Like not only are we closing out the 18 month cycle and rhythm of clearing first and seeding next, we're also clearing out a certain area of life that has totally run its course and is going to get reset in its own way next so that we can really initiate in the next zone in a good, clean way, let's say, okay? So I asked for guidance on what we needed to be cleared with this Aquarius full moon, and I went to the I Ching, which was very powerful. Stephen Karcher's Total I Ching, Myths for Change, is a great book if you don't already have it. And I got number 28 changing to number 16 for my numbers people. Number 28 is Great Traverses changing to number 16, which is Providing for and Riding the Elephant. So these are really powerful. I made some bullets to go through for you on this because it's easier than reading it word for word. And it turns out to be a little bit richer. And this way you all can take better notes and really know where the advice was for the full moon of July 23rd, 2021. So the initial advice from the I Ching is always about kind of present situation and what's going on. And that's number 28, Great Traverses. And then it's going to change to the second one in the very near future, which is number 16, providing for riding the elephant. So the support for here and now is prepare for crisis, Find out what is truly important and organize yourself. Something is complete. Prepare for change. Have a purpose and a place to go. If your situation doesn't nourish you or if it cannot stir up new growth, then leave. Roots and tips are how you get nourishment and they are both in need of care and attention. Roots, where we bring things in, Tips. Think of the trees with the roots underneath the soil and the tips of their branches reaching up to the sky. Be willing to stand alone without fear or sorrow. Stay heart-centered and take a risk. The beginning is humble, but the results will be great. See, if we do this initial clearing consciously, it doesn't seem like much on this front end, y'all, but you're really setting yourself up for success going forward. In the end, you will be recognized. For now, accept change. Amidst crisis, something new emerges and benefits everything with a burst of beauty. I love that. So that's our guidance from number 28. 
changing to number 16, which because of that riding the elephant, we're supposed to choose an animal guide. I would be curious what you choose, but it says choose an animal guide and collect what you need to meet the future. And remember, anytime we're dealing with Aquarius, we're going to our future self, not our past self. Activating unconscious creative powers builds the strength for spontaneous response, okay? So when we get our natural rhythm and we clear out things that don't work for us anymore and people and circumstances and let go of old contracts that have also been fulfilled and they're done and we can release them, then the practice you get in on your creative powers, the more you get to work with them consciously, you don't even have to think about it. Spontaneous response is natural when you've done the work, right? When you've done the work. Build up the ability to respond directly, joyously, spontaneously, and effectively to any situation. Build up the ability to respond. It doesn't happen overnight, and everybody doesn't come with it, so it's like a muscle. We got to really work at it. Reimagine the situation. Release bound energy. There's a fertile shock. When it says fertile shock in the I Ching, it means we're, it's like Uranus cracking us open. We're shocked out of our complacency and opened up to an awakened to a new level. And that new level is very fertile, is very fertile. It's what we needed. It's what we needed to get to the next level, but we can't always do it easy, right? We need that shock every now and then. Don't worry, double the gates and establish the watch. So what I put in parentheses, if you double the gates, I think in my world, I will be inviting the ancestors to surround me. And when I say establish the watch, I will be calling in the animals to alert me to certain things. And I'm really starting to learn these mountain animals, y'all. Arouse, delight, make music, honor the power to realize the way and acknowledge the change at hand as well as the support to meet that change with equanimity and peace. Deep breath. We don't have to learn through tragedy, suffering, and loss anymore. It's not how we have to learn things. We can do this. We can meet our challenges and changes with equanimity and peace, knowing that, yeah, change is kind of a pain in the butt because you got to set everything up again, but it also opens us up to new ground and fertile possibilities, right? Have a firm purpose and act on it. Build up the capacity to spontaneously respond to stimuli. See, that came up twice. Establish helpers and mobilize forces. Always good. Heaven and earth work together to create time and order the seasons. Persist and work through inner inspiration. Okay, stop looking outside yourself. That's also what comes up during Leo Aquarius lunation every year. Emulate ancient practices delight in actualizing power and connect your desires with the ancestors. That's going to come up repeatedly too, where we've been asked to basically connect our small purpose to a larger purpose. And usually I will consult the ancestors about what that larger purpose might be that I am a part of, that my energy matters and can contribute to. You have to provide for yourself now. And if you keep calling for help, You will exhaust your own strength. Ooh, deep breath. That one makes me think of the Chiron and Aries. We have to learn everything for ourselves. We have to heal everything for ourselves. And we have to transform our lives ourselves. 
And if we keep wanting to lean or wanting things to come back to the old way or the old days or whatever that is, oof, you're losing precious resources of time, energy, and probably money too on that one. Doubting and equivocating will only bring you sorrow. See how if we stay in the pity party, it just doesn't work. Okay, it's over. 18 months is not that long. And the fact that it flips every 18 months means you're already used to this in some form or fashion. We're just going to go through it consciously now. Be aware of the details and do not be afraid to act alone because you are connected to a creative force. Deep breath. Partners join together, gathered in by your accumulated power and virtue. Together we can move mountains. Okay, see where two or more gather. Now what has been happening? I've heard from many of you that the circles that you were part of, some for many years, kind of imploded behind COVID and different ways we've all been divided over the last year. And so the remnants, the pieces that are still standing, the people who are still standing, the ones that are willing to grow with you to the next level and go with you to the next level, they'll survive that blow up. They'll survive and they'll circle back. But the ones that aren't meant to be there anyway, bye. Peace be with you. All is well. (laughs) It's all good. And this is when you start to gather the new level of social circles or support systems or kinfolk that you surround yourself with. This is an upgrade. And the upgrade is happening from the inside out. As you change, everything around you has to change or go away. And the last thing says, release the past and crawl out of the cave, which is pretty funny. So when I do the I Ching, and I did this for both Aquarius full moons, I pulled an ancestor card, an animal card, and then a something to do card, right? So for this first full moon, we got Aunt Caroline, which is number 10 in the major arcana. Oh, I wanted to tell you, I'm using a new deck. I'm using two new decks that I'm getting to know. One is the Hoodoo Tarot that's been calling me for a long time, and I finally got it. It's a card deck for root workers by Tayana Lee McCrillar, and the artwork is by Caitlin Foise. And it's really wonderful. The way they divided it up is the elders are the major arcana, the family are the court cards, which is mother, father, son, and daughter, and the community is the minor arcana. And it's been pretty informative, let me tell you. And what I love about it, too, is they offer plant medicine. So you're also going to get a plant medicine, an animal, and something to do for this full moon for our guidance. Like these are the cards I pulled to support what came out of that I Ching reading, right? Everything we have to do to prepare ourselves for this next level. And remember, it said choose an animal guide and collect what you need to meet the future. So I'd be curious if any of the animals that show up here are animals you're already connected to. So our first card was Aunt Caroline, number 10, and her plant is hickory, and her message is change is inevitable, and you can make the most of it instead of mourn, okay? So we don't want to stay in mourning over long. You can mourn for a brief moment and then keep it moving, get back to life. Spider is our animal guide, and she says, recognize your part in any entanglements and reset your priorities. And the something to do was shamanic drumming. Research has shown that listening to a drum played at four to seven beats per second for 10 minutes will put you into a deep meditative state. Experiment by playing this kind of rhythm with a drum or rattle. 
drum using anything that creates a steady rhythm. They have an affirmation. I allow the drumming to transport me into an altered state of consciousness. Deep breath. Then we had number 13 in the major arcana as well. Like all three cards were major arcana. Number 10, 13, and 16. So 13 is ancestors. Very powerful. And the plant is flower of stone. And the message is put the past behind you, embrace the unknown, and include the ancestors daily. Deep breath. The animal assistance is buffalo. And her message is don't take on others' burdens. Stay in gratitude for your own life. And the activity is to smudge. Sacred herbs such as sage, cedar, or palo santo emit a cleansing smoke when burned and can be used to clear out negative energies. Clear your home by wafting the smoke from the plant around every room periodically. Notice the difference in your surroundings after you have smudged. The affirmation says, I now cleanse my home regularly. Damn Skippy. Then our number three card was number 16 in the Major Arcana, which again, you all know, I always encourage you to look these up in your own decks and get a whole different message. In the Hoodoo Tarot, number 16th is called the Big House. The plant is oak. The message is breakdown precedes breakthrough, and there is more inevitable change coming. Our animal guide is Lynx, and she says to break out of limiting circumstances Stay watchful and prepare for decisive action. Deep breath. The activity is rattle. So we're drumming, rattling, smudging. We're doing lots of clearing in different ways and on different levels. Rattles create a soft rhythm that can move you into an altered state of consciousness to do your spiritual work. Close your eyes and still your mind and gently shake a rattle for a few minutes and notice how it makes you feel. Shake up the energy within you and your home by rattling for a few minutes. I now relax into the rhythms of my internal environment. Deep breath. So that's our guidance. I always pull three cards and above and below. Above is sometimes good guidance for navigating in the world, while below is sometimes good guidance for navigating internally. But they're basically just additional insights. So above, I pulled Mother of Knives. And yeah, in the Hoodoo Tarot, we use basic tools that we use every day. So the suits are knives, baskets, coins, and sticks, things we can find anywhere, everywhere. So the mother of knives, her plant medicine is rue, and her message says, keep good boundaries, be perceptive, analytical, and detached. Deep breath. The animal assistance is moose, and she says, to activate your self-respect, determination, go deeper, and protect what you love. And the activity for this one is a medicine shield. A medicine shield is one that carries the owner's sacred intentions and quote-unquote medicine or spiritual power. Create your own medicine shield by allowing a vision of what it looks like to come to you in your journeys or meditations. Place your hand on your heart and another on your solar plexus and feel the power. Affirmation says, I am spiritually and physically protected with my medicine shield. Just make up a mantra and claim it. That was above. Below, I got nine of sticks. This plant medicine is pepper. And the message says, ancestors have your back. They defend and protect you. So guard your boundaries and be resilient. Deep breath. You are protected. And the animal medicine is bear. And her message is keep good boundaries, build up reserves of energy and resources, and stay free. Deep breath. 
The activity for this one is a medicine bundle, different from a medicine shield. A medicine bundle is a collection of personal sacred items used in ceremony. Create your medicine bundle by carefully choosing items to be included. Each will let you know that they want to be included. Find at least two sacred items to start or add to your medicine bundle. The affirmation says my sacred medicine bundle carries great power and serves myself and my community. And that's our guidance for the first full moon in Aquarius, July 23rd, 2021. I hope it was revealing and supportive. I hope it activated some inspiration and ideas for you. And I hope you'll check out the new moon in Leo, as well as the second Aquarius full moon, where we will run it through a completely different filter of new beginnings. This and all its support, all the guidance is in respect to closing a chapter in your life and honoring that change is good and you're ready. You're ready to embody and express a totally new level that is being birthed or initiated or seeded with the Leo new moon. So this clearing is allowing you to shine a little brighter going forward and reach out if you need to. Of course, I do full moon, new moon guidance for people. And you can check it out on my karmictools.com website under offerings under Mystic Mentor. You will see custom monthly guidance for $50 a month. You can do it one month only or you can subscribe and get them every month. The subscribers are going deeper. The ones who get it on a regular basis and they're tracking and they keep a journal for six months to a year. Unbelievable power and insights comes out of just paying a little bit of attention to your own rhythm and how your life is unfolding. So reach out if you feel called. Know that I appreciate you for listening, for being part of my community. Thank you so much. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.